Hello and welcome to the Arrow Panel. It's a dance game discussion show where we discuss dance games. I'm uh, Dalton, Blue Chaos. And I'm Funga, Jeff Lloyd. And we have some special guests with us here today to talk about uh, a topic that we've got a lot of questions about and that we were not properly equipped to handle. So we brought in the experts, uh, some freestylers, starting with... Hi, I'm uh, Mel B. You probably remember me as Mel B back in the day, or DJ Melvis, and yeah, I'm one of OG freestylers. Uh, James, you go by uh, Gabby J these days, used to go by Captain Canada. I'm Paolo, I'm at Paolo on Twitter, and you may remember me as, uh, was it Rocking My Socks Off on DDR Free? Yes. So yeah. I'm on DDR Free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm John, uh, my DDR handle is Chaos, KSE. 17th qualifier in the U.S. <laughs> Very impressive, by the way. I know. Ahead of me. And OG freestyler, of course. Yeah, John, yes. John's a local player that uh, plays down in San Jose. Or you, you, you play at Dave & Buster's usually, right? San Jose, Milpitas. So yeah. All across, like, Southeast Bay. Yeah. South Bay, yeah. yeah. So uh, when, when Ace first came out here and Jeff and I had to drive down to San Jose all the time, we'd, oh, yeah. we'd play a lot with John. So yeah. it's good to have him on the show. We've been trying to get him on. Yeah, for... it's glad to have Glad to yeah. be here. Thank you for and he, having And he us. brought the whole squad with him. Right. So, squad. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk about freestyle uh, in a little bit. First, we just wanted to touch on some news. Um, I guess the big news was that we confirmed that the Ace for Aces ch- expert chart that we talked about last week is indeed real. Um, it was leaked, and we weren't sure if it was 100% real or not, but uh, Fafems cleared it. Uh, first try live on stream yeah the stream was crazy if you have time go and watch the stream because he like destroys the game in ways that make me sad and cry yeah <laughs> yeah he got world records on like a handful of 18s and 19s yeah he got valkyrie dimension 980k he got he you beat did. my trip machine evolution though it took him like 30 tries <laughs> hey what i can beat it i'm gonna do I it can, you can um, do it but he uh yeah and he, the, actually the, the craziest score to me was 23 a great and a miss, the great and miss both being on the last seven steps in uh, in nine challenge. Oh, uh, oh, and he got eight on... Um, new Decade. Oh, New Decade CSP. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's so disgusting. That was nuts. Yeah, so it was a wild, a wild set. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, as we said last week, the, the chart's not great. So actually, the video of... Uh, the video that he uploaded has like 300 dislikes yeah, on well, it. Yeah, well, I think someone botted that. Like, <laughs> haters in the house. Yeah. Someone, I... someone like paid someone, you know, a millionth of a Bitcoin to <laughs> get some Russian hackers to, to dislike the video. 300 times for the, yeah. me- for the meme? Yeah, for the meme. Yeah. Why do you do anything if not for the meme? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think people may have, if it wasn't bots, if, I think people were just upset about the chart. The chart being real, yeah. Which... It, you shouldn't take it out on somebody playing the song. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, it's the dog pile. Oh, there is one interesting thing. Now that we're on the topic of Fafems, and I actually just forgot about this, we're going to do this live. Uh, Fafems, this is the last KAC for him. Um, he's getting drafted into military service. Yeah. For two years, which is a, a required thing in South Korea. Um, so, that's going to be interesting. He's, he's going to be here at the uh, 7th KAC, but 8th and 9th, he will probably be not here there yeah to make things interesting hopefully he can make it back for the 10th anniversary 10th, 10th case and then he'll be a beast from all the military training <laughs> he's just gonna be jacked as hell and like just hopefully hopefully his biceps are so big that he has trouble holding the bar and i'll, I'll have a chance finally yeah so uh that's unfortunate for him i guess fortunate for us 
Press F to pay respects. Yeah, thank you for your service in advance. <laughs> and uh, we should bring back Captain Jack for uh, the 10th KFC. <laughs> because of reasons. KFC. KFC. <laughs> Damn it. Um, and the other news was that there was an anonymous source that, that leaked uh, something called Extreme Pro. Which is, uh, you want to explain what it is, Jeff? Sure. So it's it seems to be a marvelous timing hack for DDR Extreme. So DDR Extreme, a little bit of history. Uh, during the location test, uh, Ex- uh, Extreme had Marvelouses in normal gameplay. So it was just like you played a song, just like you would an Ace. You got Marvelouses, showed up on the result screen. Apparently, uh, everyone who was there hated it. Or not everyone, but a significant portion of the, of the uh, players didn't like it, so Konami removed it from normal gameplay, but left it in the non-stop and the Oni modes, which are the course modes in Extreme. And uh, so for a while, that's like for, for the last 15 years, it's been the way that we play Marvelouses in Extreme. Like for an Extreme tournament, you go into non-stop mode and you play like random Caprice or something, that way you get Marvelouses. But this hack, Extreme Pro, is, uh, it takes, it like makes it so that Marvelouses appear in normal gameplay just like during the location test, just like you would play nonstop, um, which is kind of like game changing. Yeah, and it it displays the EX score oh, instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. machine score. Oh wow! Um, but it's bugged right now, apparently. Oh, how like, so? A, a perfects and greats are both one. Oh, and interesting. And are three. I don't know. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, strange. it the, even doing that seems really tricky. Yeah. I have no idea how whoever figured it out but it was yeah it was posted under a like a an anonymous twitter account named survivor team yeah and it just had like the extreme like background like green tile background as like the the display image and just all of a sudden on friday like tweeted at uh sherlock yeah um and like some other big community people and like look at this video and there was like a like a trailer i guess for it on on youtube um yeah, so, and immediately, I mean, you streamed it on Friday. Yeah, I, like, the first thing I did was, like, I burned it onto a DVD, and I slapped it in my DDR machine, and I was having a great time. Yeah, you got, so you got a couple MFCs? Yeah, I got, my first one was Kind Lady, um, which just has to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm so sad that got removed in, in uh, 2014. I agree, yeah. But, uh, and then I got, like, a little bit later, I got, uh, what was it, Damdari Ram and Nori Nori Nori. So, kind of just, like... <laughs> Stuff. Uh, I'm having a great time with it. It's just like, cause it used to be like, I have a few other MFCs on extreme, but the way it worked was like, you basically had to first have access to the operator menus. Like you had to own a machine. So you basically like go into the operator menu, clear player tendency, which like resets the play count on every song. And then you go into the normal gameplay. You pick the song you want to MFC. Then you back out and you go into nonstop mode. And there's a a course called player's choice one through four. Mm -hmm. And so this, because there's only one play count, it's that song. So it shows up at the first like slot, and you play it, then you have Marvelouses, and you can try to MFC it. And if you don't like MFC, you have to back out, go back in a nonstop, do it again. It's super tedious, super annoying. This is just and like... Then, and then even to prove that you got the MFC, you would have to... You just like fail out, basically. Yeah, you have to you fail out. And, yeah, you, like, it's or, just like, or, it felt weird to like have like, you know, 300 Marvelouses, zero perfects, and like 13 misses. Yeah. That's what showed up on the results screen, so you had to fail out of the next stage. Yeah, so it's it, just like super tedious, god-awful stuff. Yeah, so it's a, it's a sort of game changer for people that maybe don't have access to newer mixes or yeah. kind of want to go back. You know, the people who, like, love Extreme. Yeah. Um, 
which I think a lot of people are familiar with. Like that's um, one of the mixes that you know I grew up on. Yeah, um, it's also just for tournaments. It's going to be really important because the way that extreme tournaments, like extreme tournaments, kind of evolved over time um, into well, both players. Like if you let people pick songs, both players are going to triple A it, and <laughs> you're never you're going to tie infinitely, and no one like because everyone just got too good. And now you actually have that extra level of granularity to let people pick songs or do some sort of card draw and not just resort to randoming four songs like you do in Random Caprice. Um, that being said, Genesis, yeah. which is coming up, is still Random Caprice because this is this was a little bit sudden, I think. Yeah, it would it would be kind of weird to change the rules now. I, I think there was some talk about maybe at least using Extreme Pro for the qualifier I or think something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh. Um, so, just, just so that, like... You don't have so many ties. Yeah, so... We'll speed things up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, good. we'll see. So, um, so that's really exciting. Yeah, exciting for the tournament and future tournaments, ex- extreme tournaments. Because um, yeah. I think there's probably still demand for it. Extreme will never die. <laughs> yeah, about, that's what I'm learning from this. Yeah, and like, who knows if like they're gonna keep adding stuff to to it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's kind of like I'm I'm thinking about how weird it would be if they went. If they were able to like add it into older mixes, but I don't think that's possible. Like, because I think Marvelouses were already baked in to Extreme. Yeah, true. So it's like like all the graphic assets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There. I just like I wonder what the next plan is. Yeah, I mean, like there's there's some like hidden Oni charts that you used to be able to get by like glitching that's the, right. the marathon courses or the the, the Oni courses. Yeah, no, no, the nonstop. Courses. Not nonstop, rather. Yeah. 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 So like you Love would Love Shine. Yeah, they're like really? Love Shine's really the only. Complete one. Complete one. The other ones are kind of like, like broken and stuff. But last like, message had like a. It was like fifty <laughs> like left arrows. Yeah. One <laughs> arrow. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's really really it's dumb. It's like raw dump data basically. Yeah. Right? They were just like spamming stuff and then yeah. they were like, yeah, we won't use this. And yeah. But left it in the game anyway. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Might be able to dig those up. Yeah. Do the um, lost levels. Yeah. But the lost <laughs> basically. Exactly. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um. And moving on, we have uh, KAC qualifiers are ending, or ended, rather, uh, with Jeff here taking first place for the U.S. Right. Uh, and you really only had to play, you played each set, like, what, three times? I played, well, I played the first set, like, Group A, I played, like, three or four times. I only, my first set of Group B was my qualifier. Oh, jeez. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Watch out! We gotta, but then, then we I kept trying, and I couldn't. I couldn't beat it, so <laughs> that's fine. Um, I yeah, I tried like much harder last year and got second. But it was also because Chris didn't have to. Yeah, compete I, this year though I, he did try. Yeah, he was still trying, and he he couldn't, he got close. He couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I think right. my, I I surprised myself with twenty on relinquish. Yeah, that was just like nuts. I was just like. I better not mess this setup, <laughs> and luckily I didn't. So we we good. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it'll be exciting to watch you in Japan, because um, I'll be there. Definitely. John, you were just in Japan, right? I was, yes. You're not going back for KAC, though? I'm not. Uh, I wish I was, man. You... It would be so so cool to be uh, just in that setting, like, like watching you guys, watching a lot of what happened last year, like, it looked super fun, so kind of bummed that I couldn't, uh, <clears throat> I definitely can't get the days off from work, but. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be there to uh, cheer yeah. on yes. Jeff and Chris, yeah. and, uh. We got qualifiers from the other region here. Yeah, yeah, so I'll just rattle them off. So, Fafem's qualified from Korea. Uh, this person named Renon qualified from Asia. And then, uh, like like we said, East Japan and West Japan have, um, like, a regional qualifier. And so there's seven people from each of from each 
of East Japan and West Japan, and that's going to get narrowed down to uh, two people from East Japan and one person from West Japan are going to move on to actual KAC. Um, so the people from East Japan are Zerowulf, Hoshikechi, Unlim, Rill, DDR Koji, Hido, and Giyas ACS. And the West Japan is Oshima, also known as Brosoni, Yoshimizu, uh, Damajor, 3TA Edge, Kazane, Yudai, and Hasi. Um, so uh, three of those 14 people will be moving on to uh, KAC. And who knows if there's going to be... We don't actually know the rules yet for what the KAC format is. Yeah, if there's going to be, like, another, like, sort of... If there's a semifinal... Because last year they had seven players that actually, that you know, fully qualified. And there was a semifinal for the second seeds plus the wild card. And then one person moved on to the finals. So we have another seven players uh, this year. And so it's like, you know, are they going to reuse that format? If so, how do they determine who is in the um the bottom four um so it's a lot of stuff up in the air once we figure out the rules we'll uh let everyone know about it yep i'm supposed to getting pretty close too it's like yeah it's like a month away it's yeah. crazy they're, they're not very punctual like right. no. they like they they last year they gave us like a form to fill out like a week after we qualified and mm. then like emails back and forth to set up flights they said they bought us a flight like two weeks before oh, which is just like i don't know how much money they spent but like they probably could have expedited it to save a little bit of money oh so, well. whatever that's not not my they're a corporation <laughs> yeah so yeah, mega corp millions of dollars to throw away whatever <laughs> well yeah <laughs> they choose some interesting things to throw it away on. exactly <laughs> is it just a tax write-off <laughs> <laughs> the brewster's million such. so uh i think that does it for the news this week um so yeah like i said we have these guys here to talk to us about freestyle since um a couple things like we as i said we've gotten a lot of questions about freestyle that's not really you know jeff uh oh yeah i didn't even mention roger and james they weren't here anyway. They're both oh. they're both traveling, so yeah. we, we didn't just like kick them out. So this was a good <laughs> this was a good week to get everybody together. But none of us really have any history of freestyling. I think I tried to like come up with a freestyle for like Twilight Zone on like nice. on like yeah. light. I remember being in my like my mom's living room when I was a kid, like <laughs> memorizing it on on Stepmania. But I I never had. I mean, I was like ten. <laughs> so, so, like, I, I don't know, like. <laughs> Yeah, so I never had the guts to actually go up and try it. Um, but my brother, um, I think John knows him, and then I, you might. Uh, he, in Je- Zuma. Jesse oh, Rumberg. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, in Zuma. Yeah, he, he, he used to. like in Fresno or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm from Fresno. Too. Okay, oh, awesome. that makes a little sense. Yeah, so, um, yeah, my older brother, Jesse, who doesn't play anymore, but yeah, he used to freestyle. Um, and yes, he did. And we, mm-hmm. there was like the. Um, Oh, uh, Power Station. Power Station, one well, that was in uh, Long Beach, I want to say, right? Yeah, yeah, so it was like a whole like qualifier tournament, like different, different. so there was a Power Station in Fresno, so like he qualified from the Fresno location, got to go mm. to to SoCal or whatever and like compete in the finals, and, and uh, Edgar, Sergeant LTR was there. Yep, and, wow. um, he was there, uh, Game 2K was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, JP Money was there, I was names, there. man. <laughs> Yeah, and Jeff's just like I don't know who any of these people are. I, I, the closest I got to freestyling anything was I had half of a routine to Butterfly Light, and I classic, classic, yeah, the classic. Why not? The classic. Yeah. So, so that that was pretty much my only uh, exposure to to freestyle. I was kind of around the tournaments and stuff. Right. I, yeah, I, that I, tournament was it was like two thousand three. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, I think it was, and that's around when the. Um, 
the DDR documentary. I don't know if anybody's yes. seen it. Uh, one with yeah. um, uh, S. What is their name again? Um, the, the, oh, the documentary. I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember who made it actually. Okay. But yeah, is that the, if the song's fast, you don't go yes. slow. And yeah. So, slow, you don't so go fast. yeah, there, there's there's a famous quote that my brother said. That <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, that's the only thing that. I associate with your brother is, yeah. is that quote. There, there's a, a quote where he's talking about freestyling. He's like, like some people just don't get it, man. Like you know, if the song's fast, you don't go slow. If the song's slow, you don't go fast. <laughs> It's like Tokyo Drift. If you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. <laughs> Freestyle oh, Drift. Oh my god. Yeah, I, remember, I actually remember that documentary too. There were there were a lot of names that we remember too. Like PMG was there. PMG was in that documentary. Um, mm-hmm. JSB, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it, it covered both freestyle and... And PA. Yeah. Uh, and PA. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the tournament scene back in the day, I mean, pretty much PA and freestyle, we were all like kind of just one big community. It wasn't like a very big dichotomy between the two as there is nowadays yeah you know i mean we were pretty much anyone who wasn't freestyle we even like went to pa just because you know it's like you know you support the game you support the you know cult following all that it, it was very much like kind of grassroots building this whole thing from the ground up we all you know put on hats for whatever reason and mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting it's definitely like, definitely yeah. split <laughs> yeah yeah i mean but uh, i mean a lot of the the freestylers would also PA. I was going to say, yeah. was gonna say yeah, MA. We, we were at yeah. least good enough to get to the second round before we got <laughs> yeah, our butts kicked but, by, you know, yeah. the usual suspects. But just, just to support, like, you know, you'd have tech people entering PA or entering freestyle also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and like, even, e- there was kind of a trend for a while that even like the, the, the tech players who like weren't really good at like actually dancing, they would like enter like freestyle stuff and just do like really goofy things. Like, oh, they, yeah. They'd always have yeah, like yeah. props and stuff that, yeah. uh, or not yeah. really real dancing, but they they were at least getting to the spirit yeah. of it. That was like me, except I didn't have any PA skills. So like, <laughs> I'm the weird outlier bringing the skill ceiling down <laughs> on both ends of this of the court. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just it was really cool to see um, the both t- tournaments going mm-hmm. on simultaneously. Yeah. So well, it's like the old joke uh, goes: um, What does a Seattle DDR player call getting ninety uh, sub ninety five percent perfects? Hmm. Freestyle. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was oh, a running yeah, back was, for a while. Yeah, that was um, that was definitely a time. <laughs> In so, 2002. But. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the DDR documentary, actually, I don't think that we mentioned it before, but uh, I, I don't think, think I've seen. I it. think it's on YouTube. Um, it's yeah, not, it's like multiple parts. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think somebody made it for like a school project huh. or something. Yeah, actually. yeah I think they went to like USC or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting piece of history to go back Absolutely. and like see all these people. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, One thing I want to do real quick is just kind of go across the room and just like we we did a little bit of introductions, but just like fi- like sure. like when did you land on the scene? Like, sure. What's your Let's kind of history that. with freestyle? Oh, boy. Yeah. So. Why, why, why don't you each tell us sort of <clears throat> background information, but also like what is the thing that you love about freestyle? Yeah. yeah sure. Exactly. Um, I guess we're start- starting with me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Well, me personally, like just my really short DDR history, D- short summarized DDR history. I started playing in December of two thousand. That was actually my first tournament, um, <clears throat> and uh, I was mostly a tech player. Uh, did PA, um, but before <clears throat> I would always watch freestyle videos. Like before I really started playing, and I thought it was like really cool. Like I'm like this high school kid, like freshman. I'm like watching like these Japanese players, like. Japanese players like in Korean teams like the A team, yeah. you know, like um, 
Koshi, Koshi, Koshiro, yeah, boom, boom, dollar. Oh man, the Koshi shuffle. That's the first, the first freestyle move I ever learned. <laughs> <laughs> and shoutouts to Mike Noe, uh, aka Asian Innovation. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> um, oh yeah, my birthday's tomorrow, by the way. Okay. Yeah, happy hey. early birthday, Dalton. <laughs> um, and I remember seeing the Metreon videos too. So. Yeah, Met, uh, Metreon's like a, a mall thing here in San Francisco, yeah, which yeah. was kind of, it was, it was like the main hub for DDR for a long time. Right, so, yeah. yeah, it was that and um, uh, and Golfland uh, too, uh, Milpitas and Sunnyvale Golfland, which is where I mostly uh, mostly went to to play. But um, <clears throat> I didn't start freestyling till about, well actually I entered freestyle in, the, in my first tournament too, kind of <laughs> just on a whim. Strictly business. Nice. Oh, yes. Good Best. pick. Love that song. I. That's that's that one's close to my heart. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I guess I was kind of I was kind of known as like this that guy that always entered PA and freestyle. There was not very many that did that back in the day, and um, I guess I was kind of like just that dude, <laughs> you know, uh, placing placing in PA tournaments and and. Trying his best in freestyle. <laughs> and you still got it. I, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. it segued into something that I'm, I mean, something even bigger now. Uh, you know, like my passion in life now is dance. I teach dance now. And I I have to attribute it to, uh, to DDR as well. Like, it definitely played a big part in me choosing that passion. Because it definitely uh, gave me <laughs> a way to uh, express myself in different ways. So Sweet. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 my little short history, quote unquote. So, <laughs> next. <laughs> oh man, um, I discovered DDR in like I don't know fall two thousand, and it was just at the Metreon, and I think, I think just sort of seeing the crowd and seeing sort of like a community sort of crystallized in front of you, and just seeing like there are people here live doing something all together, and something someone who never grew up like playing sports or any sort of like big communal thing thought that was novel and especially someone who was just like you know big dumb theater anime kid <laughs> you know like this is great this is and then like sort of you know a raging social anxiety like i can't do that i don't i mean skipping to the to the end like ddr taught me like rhythm and how to like case stay on beat for christ's sakes but <laughs> i feel like i didn't get started until like 2002 because like i think i was just like lurking like i was just like the kid like i see all these people here but i'm not gonna play but i'm gonna pretend like i'm i'm, I'm in it and i'm with it and scene stir kid just like and then yeah nice save and then uh yeah i was on i i don't even remember how i got on like ddr freak but again like that community hub and just like lurking and i'm you know i'm born and raised in oakland and i didn't drive so basically sort of being in this like weird no man's land between like the sf scene was probably the closest i had to a scene but i don't know but yeah like i just seeing like everything in like swiggle and mgl and seeing tournament results and seeing the same people and the names and faces and kind of the community from the forums and I think, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, I thought I gravitated to freestyle because I didn't have any PA chops. <laughs> it was because of freestyle. No, it was because of Step Mania that I actually got good at, like, 
having a modicum of like PA ability, but again, freestyle was like, oh, it's just like dancing, it's performative. And again, big dumb fat anime kid <laughs> who's super into comedy was like, maybe I can do my own spin to this, and maybe I don't have to learn how to dance if I can make them laugh. And well, I wish um, you could see the moves going on. Right now. <laughs> see, look at this is what I got. This is what I bring to the table, it's, it's literally. The jazz hands, jazz hands, <laughs> hands. And, like. I don't know, yeah, like, I only entered, like, two, maybe three tournaments, and one of them, which I will, like, talk to in another segment, I almost got shut down. <laughs> um, not my proudest moment. And then I got, like, fourth place at a, at a barricade tournament at UC Berkeley. I think that's when I got good because I was at, like, summer programs, and I would just use the machine there. But, yeah, I mean, DDR taught me how to stay on beat. It taught me, not taught me, it gave me a group of friends that are like the bedrock of my like friend group because I finished high school early. I never went to college. Like these, the, the group of friends that I have are all like just remnants from like the NorCal DDR scene. And I just feel like incredibly lucky to have been a part of it, even not as like someone who was like a scenester or a star or like something like I'm like sitting next to Mel and I like read your guides and like DDR freak and like <laughs> when we first started like hanging out I'm guides. like yeah I'm like I was remember he's like yeah like you, I remember like you wrote something like like don't dance like no one's looking like dance like you're trying to get like a hundred dollars or something and I'm like I'm gonna take that to heart and then you know like getting to hang out with you and then getting to like be friends it's like holy crap I'm hanging out with Mel B oh my god oh my god I, I, it's I never, Mel B oh my god I, I never knew the gravity the gravity of that situation oh yeah no I was just like oh my god he knows that I'm totally like <laughs> so god, this is like DDR confessional here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's so uh, yeah I'm, I'm just happy to be here I'm happy to have been a part of the scene and Hoping with this group of guys, hoping to give back a bit to the freestyle community with a freestyle takeover happening in a couple of weeks. Which is another reason why we have everybody here, too. I should have mentioned that up front, but we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. more toward the end. So, next up. There. Totally, yeah. So, uh, see, so yeah, I started playing probably 2001 or so. My buddy and I would go to the Metreon a lot and go up to that the, uh, airtight garage and check things out. I never wanted to try it, but I eventually uh, got it for PS1 for the, the home version. Looked up on DDR Freak. Like, realize there's more to it than just than score. I mean, uh, <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that. We're all like staring. Like, wow. We're giving you the judgment eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> just I love that there's like two sides to it. You there's, know, like yeah. there's there's so one of the things that's gravitating you know t for DDR for a lot of people I think is like there's the performance aspect of like seeing someone go really hard. There's also the performance aspect yep. of seeing someone have something choreographed that's really. Like unique and interesting so yeah. there's two sides it's yeah, great absolutely because mm -hmm. yeah you, you see people just you, you see people playing tech in in, in metreon and, and still just getting huge crowds at the time um i miss the crowds man yeah <laughs> yeah like so so where's captain canada come from uh, so my my dad's side of the family he's a uh, he's canadian they're from uh ontario and so i took that that bit of my my lineage <laughs> just try to turn it into a, a full-on gimmick that's I, cool. Like, I've heard I've heard worse names like mine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, it's, did you ever like freestyle with like a like a Canada like flag as a cape or anything? No. I just um, think like, but did he have a shirt? I think like at a B three. The shirt came out. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. No, I had um yeah no yeah it, so so B three there was a there was a a, a Pier thirty nine tournament like out in the open open air like all the tourists walking by could just see us on stage. Yeah. Um. So I, I actually qualified for day two like one of my first events I, I entered. Um, I made like top 10 
Yeah, that do you remember me routine was fire. Do you remember uh, me? DDR Max. That was, that was the one. Missy every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wore, like, a, just the Molson Canadian giant, the word A was on it. <laughs> um, just lean into the bit. <laughs> right? That was good. It's like, it's like all I had at the time was just lean to the bit. If, if I, hadn't, like, I had no, uh, no background in dance, but like Paolo said, like, after I started playing this game and meet more people... Like I eventually got rhythm and started, you know, there's a little, like a, a club in, in, up in, in Washington where I went to school where just, you get to choreograph little dance pieces and with other students and just uh, perform twice a semester. Yeah, me and John started dancing uh, in a, a, a team, DS Players, Yep. Uh, after, right. after I graduated, yep. like learning popping and locking, so. Yep, that's so cool. Like, we got our, uh, <laughs> yeah. Our, our, back, our background in dance came from uh, I, I guess a lot I, of that. It came I, the other way around. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I guess I always assumed that, like, people who could already dance were the ones that were drawn to freestyle rather than, like, learning to dance through freestyle. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And I never really, like, thought of it that, that way before, but... Yeah, it's legit, though. I mean, for, for a lot of just folks in high school, because, you know, you know, year 2000, um, much of us millennials, like, we were... I think a lot of us, no, didn't go to school dances and... Yeah, I went to school dances and I stood by the cookie yeah. table. <laughs> yeah. I was getting my oh, yeah. I was getting my money's worth. Okay? You made yeah, you yeah. made the effort. You were like, I'm gonna I'm gonna live it up. As, long, like, as long as I look good and I get free food. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, but that's uh that is uh, something that uh the people um don't really uh they, they do they do think that like because that they're able to perform that they have uh on free on doing freestyle on ddr that they already have like a dance background but like you just heard from the three of us it's completely the opposite like i had zero dance background too as well and um but that like i said they are segued me into acquiring rhythm more rhythm and uh you know just gaining a an interest in dance as a whole yeah. or just performing you know yeah so. i think one of these days we got to get uh james and roger and uh We'll go to one of John's classes. Oh, there you go. And, yo, you know, I actually would love yo, to. Yo, and we'll have to re- we'll have to record it. Yo. Have John teaching us uh, pop and lock. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and hip hop and yeah. and because that would be the funniest thing to see like <laughs> like the four nerdiest whitest dudes like. Oh man. I gotta make sure that. <laughs> yeah. I gotta make sure that when you do when you guys do come to my class, I gotta pick a DDR song too. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. We'll have to come with like songs prepared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll just like bring uh <laughs> like soft mats <laughs> in. Like like, 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 like oh, yoga mats. Yeah, like Yo. we're like we're showing up for like with like yoga mats. We've got, like, hey, hey guys. guys, we're here for the DDR class. Oh man. Where do I plug in? Where do I throw my memory card like on the line? <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Mel? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I started playing DDR back. Uh, my first interaction was October of '99. Actually, it was in Vegas. It was uh, the GameWorks that was out there. That big Sega. Oh yeah, game. I've been there. So yeah, it's the uh, first time I like. I remember me and my boys. We were about to get ready to go to the club and stuff like that. So like you know we're all dressed in nights and then I was like, hey, stop in the arcade because you know nerds, you know. So and then I see this you know Dance Dance Revolution. I'm like looking you know just kind of internalizing all this. I'm like wait a second, dude, that is totally bust a move with, like, feet, you know? Because, <laughs> right. like, bust a move, bust a groove, that was, like, my first love as far as music rhythm games, so I was already a fan off the jump. I knew I was going to like this. Um, so, yeah, I played there, and then, like, maybe two or three months later, I discovered it was at uh, Sunnyvale, Golfland, so, yeah, I started kind of playing since, and I think it was about maybe 
about March of 2000, one of my boys, like, who I kind of met through um, the local scene, he, like, pings me on ICQ, you know, how about that? <laughs> and he's, like, God. this story a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, so he goes, guys, we have totally been playing this game all wrong. We're like, what? And he shows me the Kashiro, you know, boom, boom, dollar maniac deal. I was like, what in the actual hell? Like, <laughs> dude, we really have been playing this wrong. And so, you know, it was like, I guess for us, you know, we kind of wanted to, uh, I guess in a way, you know, you want to chase the greatness. You know, it's like if we're in all that, you know, maybe we can do this. And so, you know, for me, it's like, I mean, I've always kind of been into dance. I was never like professionally trained or anything, but like, I mean, growing up, I was an MTV kid. So like, I was always watching, you know, music videos, like New Jack Swing videos. So I was watching Bobby Brown and Janet and like, you know, watch MTV, like the, you know, what was it? The the club MTV and the grind. Like all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I was kind of into, you know, like, yeah, I know you see, I could Roger around, I could running man like the rest of them. So, you know, once uh, it's like, okay, I can incorporate my old school moves into this. And yeah, sure enough, it was like, uh, I think first tournament I entered was Santa Monica Pier. Um, and, yeah, a bunch of us from NorCal decided to go down, like, yeah, let's, you know, do this. And we just came in full force because, like, out of the three awards that they gave out, NorCal took two of them. It was me and uh, J-Dog, who was, like, the, you know, DR yeah. freak guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we, and it was just crazy because, I mean, not only did we get this, you know, esteem, but, like, you know, we went to SoCal, who, I mean, at the time, they were kind of, like, considered the top people because they had the game a lot longer and they had great PAers and you know their videos were already on the internet and the judges were actually three very respected guys from Japan who were in the scene out there there was uh, Maso who was the guy who ran DDR Maniac which was like the first big SoCal board uh, Osman who was a really good PAer at Slash Freestyler and then uh, Yoshi who was part of a group called Dash in Japan and they were like a really big freestyle troop out there too so it was just like crazy when you get like those guys saying you did all right it was like wow you know and uh yeah just kind of from there it just like started playing and about two after two or three years i'd already racked up like 10 freestyle tournament wins you know and i think i'm going to be stuck on that forever so <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't, very many, hey, I don't know, you, you got a chance coming up here well actually <laughs> funny enough uh, just slight yeah. side tangent one of my friends performed something that I wish I could have done. <laughs> like he's his claim to fame is uh, Jim DeFly from like the old days. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he job. can say he's won a freestyle tournament in his twenties, in his thirties, <laughs> and his forties. Oh man! Wow. And so, like when he told me that stat, I'm like, I got six <laughs> months left. Like, oh, you know, so uh, there, there's going to be a gap in between. But yeah, because you know freestyle, I mean, it was just fun because of, in a way, you know, I just like performing. You know. I, and it, there's, there's some kind of power, you know, when you've got, like, all these people looking at you and, like, they actually like what you're doing, you know, because, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, like, the most super outgoing person, but, like, you know, if I have to perform and I have to compete, and I think that was just kind of what was my thing, I was always about competition, like, I liked winning, I liked money, you know, I like <laughs> stuff like that, you know, and, uh, you know, I was all about preparation, so, I mean... You know, when people talk about the best freestylers, they always say, like, 8-Ball, Bruce Lee, stuff like that. Like, I never get mentioned. That's okay. You know, because I think what they brought to the table was their performance was really, like, noteworthy and stuff like that for me. I was probably the most prepared guy out there. Like, I never looked at the screen. I knew what I had to do, and, you yep. know, and I just right. got enough charisma to get by. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess the thing about freestyle was, you know, it landed me all sorts of crazy opportunities. I know um, the product manager for DDR, Jason Enos. You know, he caught wind of, like, what we were all doing, like, building this grassroots movement in the Bay. So he, like, 
invited a bunch of us to go down to E3 and like demo demo for them, you know, oh, like wow. out there. Sweet. So yeah, yeah, yeah that was a sweet that. deal. Uh, you know, from there, I eventually ended up working for Konami over at uh, Redwood City, and because he sort of recruited us to work on some of their games, we worked on like Ultramix, Ultramix Two, and like you know, pretty really? much the Xbox series. Yes, some of my work still lives yeah. on in DDR Ace. That's crazy. Wow. What do you, what, what kind of stuff? Like, do you write charts or? Oh yes, I am. A, yes. No way. Are what? you serious? <laughs> Dead ass. How did you not leave with that? <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, you so didn't nervous. ask. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, okay. I mean, I've done a few, but the one that I would probably say I get the most geeked about when I see it like online and people passing it is um, Max Three Hundred Super Max. So oh wait, what? Expert chart. Ex- yeah, I did the expert chart for that and doubles. Oh what? This is like blowing just, my mind. Right now. <laughs> if you like it, I'm here, and if you hate it, you can blame Jason. <laughs> no. I I prefer the challenge, but the expert's also good. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, challenge came before after I had left. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, they're both very solid charts. Yeah, I'm I like I think of Duckamuck as like I I know Duckamuck is one of the mm-hmm. people who wrote charts that are in Ace. I didn't know that there was someone else that like I was gonna is say very that. close like. Yeah, like du- like you worked with Duckamuck, right? Uh, no, I think he, well, he was in SoCal, right? Yeah, he was in SoCal. Oh, okay, But yeah, the Redwood City. Uh, from our scene, uh, you probably remember Lil B, right? From Freestyle? Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I recognize the name. Yeah, yeah. He, he was one of the guys. Uh, Asian Innovation had uh, written some Orochi. of that. Orochi. Orochi. Still, Orochi still... wrote some charts? Yes. Yeah. Really? He still frequents round one to this day. Man, we're getting some history here. Yep. Oh man, I feel like I'm like among legends right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, we could always save this for another episode. Yeah, right. you know, like, all about. There, there's yeah. a lot of dirt about. Uh... That's actually really cool. I would like to do that. Yeah. The inside man. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, freestyle. That's you know, it led to me some pretty awesome places, and uh, you know, it's kind of. I was kind of sad when it started dying away because obviously PA became more of the. Uh, big draw but i mean it still lives out there you know i mean i know in japan like that team pandasan you know they're dope you I, know? Want, I, I definitely want to talk about them yeah yeah so you know they're good you know i mean never reach out to them obviously but i mean they're dope and who knows i mean we're we might be finding the next uh people like that out here the yeah. next a team yo <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be awesome um so like when when for people who haven't been playing ddr for that long um jeff and i both have been playing dance games for a while but um when when would you say like the peak of of freestyle was like what year um my guess would probably uh, about max two uh uh, probably well yeah i would say between max two and uh, extreme like yeah those two back like like early early 2000s yeah yeah Yeah, that's Absolutely. about that's about when I started playing too. So yeah, yeah that that, that makes mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, like <clears throat> the most stacked tournament of all time was CPGL one with Max two. Like I was, I just think of the the people who entered. God, there were yeah. how many, how many people entered that tournament? Yeah, that's like yeah. as far as like the quality performance and the amount of people entering a, free, a freestyle yeah. event. Like, well, like anyone out of, out of the top ten could have like won the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, say, yeah. That, that, that time easily. Like that was my first tournament. So like that was just like a murderer's that row. Was, right? So that was what 2001? two thousand one. I was gonna say two. Or two. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. extreme was two or four. End of two. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Wow. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that because max two was. was was Extreme already out by that time? I don't think so. Oh uh, no. Nah. Yeah, max two is still the newest one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. during that time, so it was. Yeah, that was man. That tournament. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, what's interesting to note about like freestyle tournaments is that uh, Mel kind of alluded to this earlier about um, having judges. 
So it, oh, yeah. it it's it's very different than PA tournaments or you know, tech tournaments as they kind of used to be called. Yeah. Um, PA they, means perfect attack in case. Oh yeah. Before we had marvelouses, that yeah. was all we had. It was <laughs> PA and then ITG moved to FA and now back to MA on DDR. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but so there's there's sort of that degree of subjectivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That that, that you know it, it, it's kind of a whole different <clears throat> world. It reminds me of like gymnastics. <laughs> like tur- you know you watch the Olympics or you know you watch any of these like performative sports mm-hmm. um and you know they have panel of judges which is kind of how it was then so like how would people be selected to be judges or like what qualified someone to be a judge um would there kind of be different you know different styles represented sort of thing like when you're trying to put together a panel of judges uh, i think the i mean early on a lot of it was um like it was just kind of guys who had played ddr for a while so they'd sort of you know surveyed the scene um i remember for metreon it was like uh, it was the tournament organizer. It was like, I think a 49ers cheerleader was actually one of the judges. Oh, wow. So, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. You know, dance studio performance and like, you know, like showmanship yeah, would be yeah, kind yeah. of important. So it was always like a little bit of a good um, smorgasbord of uh, different <laughs> uh, personalities. And I think uh, once the community had sort of built upon itself, um, a lot of judges would be people who had freestyle experience or who were champions. I mean, by the time Max 2 came out, I was already like, being tabbed for judging for stuff like that. Cause, yeah, which um, means you you didn't get to compete, though. It's fine. I mean, by that time, people were getting really good. You know, I mean, yeah. I was lucky that I peaked early enough, you know, <laughs> before the whole world caught onto my act. I'm like, would, yeah. Would, 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 they, would they still have you do, uh, like, an exhibition routine? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, why not? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they had a lot of exhibitions. In a, yeah, yeah, in I did an exhibition too. at CVGL. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. That was actually one of my better routines, funny enough. <laughs> yeah. I saw you. And, and yeah. Yeah. Oh. First yeah. and only time you ever seen me do a backhand spring. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So, and, and there was also, like, prepared routines, and then there was, like, improv also. Yeah, yeah there's, yeah, exactly. So, so I, I don't recall, like, were, were those separate categories, or would some people just choose to improv, or, um... Um... You go both ways. You, yeah, I was gonna say, um, when free well, when you think about the term freestyle, freestyle really means anything goes, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, <clears throat> for that, for, just for that category, it was literally anything goes, like... If you had a routine prepared, awesome for you. If you can improv this expert chart or sorry, maniac chart, <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> to to this to to whatever song and it looks good and people like it, good for you too. I think like it was basically just uh, you just go up there and did your thing. I think um, didn't have to be didn't have to be strictly dance. Didn't have to be. It's just the whole performance aspect was really just what uh, what the judges were looking for. I think back in the day, but I think. Also, too, like, I think there's some, there's, there's usually not really a lot of it, but uh, there's some controversy sometimes <laughs> when people were like, well, this isn't really dance. And I'm like, well, you're not really dancing in the first place. <laughs> yeah. But then, and then there are also people that just liked all the silly stuff, too, you know, because like half, half the people that did freestyle, like, <clears throat> they were really just like doing um, theatrics, like, like Paula was mentioning <laughs> earlier. Theatrics are very, very, very much a part of like props and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like air humping, SP like SPF. <laughs> yeah, the SPF five. Yeah, yeah, I remember like there, there. I, I went to a tournament. A uh, I think it was a supernova tournament actually yeah. in mm. in San Diego and like, uh, or it might have even been ITG. But so like some of the F- SPF SPF five guys, which was like a dance game crew in SoCal, they were like really good players. Um, 
uh, AWE Adam. Yeah, AWE. Um, who's, who was like one of the best doubles players at the time. Oh yeah, he like, was uh, Adricted and mm. um, some other, other people. Um, mm. They did like, I think it was them, did a routine for like max 300 basic <laughs> double or something. <laughs> but they, it was like when the movie 300 was like right. a thing. <laughs> and so they like came in like, ro- like the, the you know, Spartan, Spartan gear yeah. and they were like, just like <laughs> fighting on the pad basically and like kind of trying to hit the arrows yeah. and they'd did the whole, like, this is Spartan, or, like, this is Max oh. 300 thing, and, like, <laughs> kicked yes. somebody off the pad. Like, yes. So there's that. That's then there's great. actually, like, It was during the slowdown, right? Yeah. That's great. So, so like, I, as I was saying about judges, like, would it just be, like, one score? Like, hold up a scorecard, you get an 8.5, or was there, like, a rubric of, like, you know, showmanship and, and... I think it varied it, from tournament to tournament. Yeah. I think... Yeah. <clears throat> From what I from what I remember, it was mostly just like you get a score and then they tally it up at the very end. And yeah. then I think I'm it depends sure on how like intricate the yeah the tournament organizer wanted to go. I know for like ones I was involved in where I had like input, I would kind of make it out of four things, which would be like you know your style, you know how did it look, um, musicality, you know did this fit the song, uh, it would be like showmanship, you know, like how much did you interact with the crowd which mm-hmm. is sort of like did you face the screen or did you face the crowd if you <laughs> yeah. face the crowd you are not winning you yeah. know that took or face a, the screen or? maybe face the screen yeah. if you have face on the screen yeah you were not yeah. winning so yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's uh so there was like a few things it wasn't just like you know how good of a dancer you are because i mean we've seen some amazing comedy routines out there and it's like no way would that lose you know against yeah something right. else yeah so cool. it it, it kind of went at just you know by whatever tournament you're at i mean yeah it the one disadvantage is that there's not one like universal thing we could use for all tournaments you yeah. know that's in a way it's kind of beauty of it you know right yeah you have to adjust to your uh conditions and just the the, the all-inclusiveness of it like you have amazing dancers you've got you have poppers and lockers but you'd also have just people entering for the hell of it and, and you know group of friends like dcb right oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. right who, who is like, our fifth member of uh our, yeah, our little crew right. but that could not be here tonight but did yeah like, he did like, like like 10 dudes just like surround the machine and start like Oh yeah, I was part of that. <laughs> party boy? Yeah. Like jackass party boy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like, yeah like, was... pra- praising the sun and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all he did, yeah, and this is like... Just groups. He, he was one of, he, I th- I'd say Ryan was maybe one of the first trolls. <laughs> like, of like, <laughs> of like DDR freestyle, because... He was. He did, in CVGL, he did Max 300, the, and then he, he he played the nod to the stoic The guy. stoic video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and then um, in SVGL 2... He made an edit. <laughs> I remember. No, I remember what it was. It was there was a, the rule set for freestyle is like you can make your own edit, but I oh. think there was like a there was a there was a step count minimum. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Right. So <laughs> did he just put so, everything like at the beginning? No. Yeah. So what he yeah. So what he did. I don't know. I gotta get up for this one because yeah, yeah. this is this is this is what people remember. You, you know we don't have a camera. Right? Yeah, I know. Right, but I just I gotta like <laughs> literally just <laughs> he he he. He made left-right steps for like for first twenty seconds of the song, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> he went like this the whole time, just marched back and forth, and just that's it. And yeah. that was his freestyle. And then the very and then the MGL ET two, he did the same exact song. And then Milton uh, MPLE, shoutouts to you, Milton, one of the one of the moderators of DDR Freak. He oh, yeah. said he said I think the uh, the next stipulation they put in for the rules is that you the the, the steps needed to be separated <laughs> so he you gotta keep same, making rules so, yeah. Yeah. so so Ryan did the same song he did absolute again and he made the same steps but he he just 
created more sparse. He just made him more. He just separated them. But it was still left, right, left, right. Then 20 seconds later, left, right, left, right. So, so I mean, that, bring, that brings up an interesting point. Like, could you do the same routine multiple times at multiple tournaments? Or, like, yeah. would you, like, recycle routines? So yeah. So, here, yeah. so back in the day, yeah, I think um, it wasn't odd to see something like that because just because i think due to lack of like resources and like the uh the internet not being as big as it was back in the day like you know like no youtube obviously back mm-hmm. in 2000 <laughs> um some people player. wouldn't know what yeah. routine you'd yeah be doing, you, you'd you know? have to like upload videos to ftp servers exactly. yeah. Yeah. like yeah. or you know get it from a uh, kazaa or you know what yeah <laughs> E-bombs probably will get it sometime, you know? <laughs> but yeah, we were, I was totally able to get away with, like, winning with the same routine, I think, at, like, two or three different tourneys. Wow. But, you know, it's because, like, they only saw it once, you know, and that was it. But, I mean, I'd at least change it up a little bit, you know, each right. time. Yeah, you can always improve and, and yeah. exactly reiterate on things. Yeah, I think, um, who, what was, like, a... I'm trying to think of a routine that, like, got used more than once that So, a, a, a trend power... Did after the game love? Yes, that's right. He did it. He did it. In, yeah. And both versions were, were like totally different. Like the second one was super clean. The first one, he like humps the pad. Oh, man. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it, was hot, though, like, it was hot. Yeah, both both were amazing. What was it? Uh, it was the, the Sacramento, the Sacramento tournament. tournament. He did it first, one. and then he did yeah. it at B three. B three. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, B three nine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, do you all have like favorite routine that, that you that you've ever seen? Favorite or that you've ever done? That's what I want. Oh, both. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of more interested in the like. Actually, like from the outside perspective, like were you watching your routine that like did that was there a routine that sort of changed how you think about the game and maybe also a routine that you did? Um, man, I'm trying to think because the very the very first tournament I ever attended was MGL two. Hmm. This is oh wow yeah, um what month that that was definitely in 2000 like yeah. early 2000. Um, it's Kyle Snyder's butterfly, isn't it? No, <laughs> it was definitely. <laughs> Um, a game changer. <laughs> Kyle Snyder, shoutouts to you. The Groove Meister lives on in all our hearts. Yeah. One word. Shades. By the way, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to try and like, you guys might have to send me some links or something, but oh, I, yeah, I want to yeah. kind of put together like a list of, uh, post them on Twitter in the replies, like when, when this episode goes up so that people can find like oh, videos yeah. of these routines. Sure. Oh yeah. So, Man, like, if we can hit up. Boot- to write it, you know, uh, yeah. write up. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll try and, uh, get a resource together so people can Definitely. see what everybody's talking about. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. I still have some archived footage too on my computer somewhere. Nice. Yeah. Somewhere. But, uh, I'd have to go digging. Um, but for me, I think... I'm trying to think of a routine that like that actually got me to just be like, yo, this is. I think actually I mentioned it before. I think it was the Koshiro routine. Like this was just like super pixelated 320 by like <laughs> if that like 240p. Yeah, like I did. Yeah, you know, like and it was the boom boom dollar and like that was like the hot song back in the day. You know, and, everyone and, and, and knew and it that was, song. It was like Maniac too, wasn't it? Yes, yes it yeah. was Maniac. It's and the crazy. thing is, it looked. I mean. Like, I kind of went through, like, a hip-hop phase, too, back when I was in high school also. So, like, I, I, I did, like, all this, like, research about, like, b-boying and breakdancing and stuff. And when I watched Koshiro do, like, what he did on Boom Boom Dollar Maniac, it it reminded me of what we call top rocking. <laughs> and, like, it really, like, interested me, like, just because it's, like, I've seen people play, you know, like, the game, like, regularly. But then when I saw him do it, like, in that video, I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, I want to do that. <laughs> 
People you know, just going like at a hundred miles an hour. Right, know? and then when he did the Koshi shelf, man, I, I wish I could show you guys the Koshi shelf, but, <laughs> but that, that 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 requires a lot of dexterity, and I don't know, like we're reaching that age where I don't think I could <laughs> turn, turn, quite turn, turn that way it, anymore. Yes, the yeah, we're, it's too turnt for us uh, <laughs> oldies. Yes, um, but yeah, definitely that routine, and um, and what actually one more routine too that that got me, uh, I guess, really like more into like being interested in actual dance was Lou Styles era nostalmix yeah. routine. Um, oh, is it, it's like really like, it's sort of like pop walking. Right. It's, he, it's like very, he was yeah. kind of the, he was kind of the first one in the DDR scene to kind of like introduce like popping, like actual popping, like popping, waving, tutting, tutting yeah. into ticking, ticking into yes. DDR freestyle. Yeah, it's like, that. like everyone knew him for the hat tick. This one. Like, <laughs> To era, I mean, it was like era is like a very like you know like <clears throat> subtle like it's ambient in, sort ambient, of the ambience yeah. is yeah. very like it's not like funky it's not like hard it, it's it's very like you know calm it's like it, it flow it, it, it flow. feels flowy yeah, yeah. right yeah, which and is, so like the fact he was like the like when I saw that routine <laughs> I was just like like this I was already like a year and a half into like playing DDR and stuff but then when I saw that I was just like yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this guy. <laughs> Shout outs to you, Dean. I don't know where you are anymore, man. I, I missed you, dude. <laughs> but yeah, that that routine for sure. Those two routines, I think, had the biggest impact on me, for sure. Yeah, so. Stuff we'd never seen before. Exactly. I've right. not seen like, maybe, both those things I had never seen before. Yeah, like maybe maybe in t- MTV, like the Days Go By video. All right. <laughs> oh, I love Days Go By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. word. I think this is before that. Like this is like just a style. This is popping. Something we never. We were never really yeah. like, yeah, exactly. You know, what, just, wasn't Days Go By in, like, <laughs> yeah, Max 2, US Max 2, yes, I used to play that shit all the time. Yeah, I remember playing that in my garage. I had, like, I had, like a, an afterburner. Is that what the metal pads were called? Yeah, they went out there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was, like, in my garage with, like, a PS2 and, like, a TV. Yeah, yeah, actually, a couple of people. Andrew West Horton worked at Red Octane. Mark Johnson. Yeah, so they ended up working on Guitar Hero, actually. Yeah. I was talking about that the other day with somebody. That Yeah, all these DDR people that worked at Red Octane, which is a company that made... Like soft pads, soft pads and, and uh, eventually like hard pads, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and then they ended up making, they made Guitar Hero 1 with harmonics and then ended up getting bought by Activision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were, they were a publisher okay. for a little while. Like, yeah. And so they did more than just making like hardware for games. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then, yeah. They, so they put out, uh, in the groove for PS2 also. That's right. The, the home version oh. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, people getting like apparently DDR. If you get D- you you get into DDR, you get a job at Konami, you get a job at Red Octane, and then work at Activision. You it's know. such an incestuous industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, does anyone else have any like? I wasn't. I want to hear Mel. I've never heard. Yeah, like, yeah I want to hear Mel. Oh, okay. So most OG. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I mean, Kishore obviously was like the proof of concept that you could totally do something cool. Uh, the first one I sort of, I would say I probably watched a lot of was actually um, a Japanese group duo called the Brilliant Steppers. And they did a get up and dance. And it's like, I mean, get up and dance on basic is like the easiest steps in the world to do something to because it was always like right, down, left, down. So it was like a lot of left and right, you know, coordinated moves. And they were just simple but dope, you know. It's, it's just something I could watch like over and over again. And I know they did like other routines later like Cutie Chase was one of their awesome ones too um i guess kind of like yeah so they were one um there was a guy ztt who's like the short stocky japanese guy who did get up and dance on double and was like locking through that thing and like as a kid growing up i was a big fan of like uh, soul train and like uh rerun you know that big uh guy 
So I was gravitating to that. As far as the freestyles, like within like my contemporaries that like just slayed it for me, um, kind of bouncing off what John said because he talked about loose style and era. There was actually a team before that. Uh, his name was Dinkot. He was um, down in SoCal, and he and his brother Guyak from Indonesia. They were really good dancers. Like you could tell they were watching like K-pop videos before we were because, <laughs> um, yeah, he and his brother at the AI two tournament that I won somehow miraculously oh arcade infinity that's yep. more history there yeah, yeah exactly. so AIT, AI yeah <laughs> so yeah i won that tournament but like if you look at some routines there are like some real gems there so uh dinka he did era first and yeah it was just like whoa he's doing because the thing is normally in freestyle everyone's like chap you know clapping and cheering him on everyone was just like dead silent like whoa this was like you know when you get down to that breakdown it was just and he was still waving and so smooth and we're like this guy's on some other load. This is like Matrix stuff here. <laughs> like at the, we were just like, whoa. It wasn't even like a big round of pause. It was just like, whoa. Yeah. So yeah, that was that. Uh, Guyak's uh, Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, that, that was so sick. <laughs> Man, yeah. it, was, it was like straight up fear when I had to uh, face him in the finals of that. Because not only was it like just this big like pull of 80 people doing freestyle for a first round, it then became bracketed play where it was actually an improv bracket. So I had to go through like... Jenneth, who was like the first big SoCal paranoia. freestyle of right. Phenom, we did the Paranoia Maniac um, spin routine. Then second round, I had to face uh, Dinkot. Yeah, actually, I had to face Dinkot in the second round, so that was nuts. And then the final round, I had to go against Guyak. You know, it's like three of the best dancers out there. I was like, and it wasn't like I got some favorable draws either, like because what they did in improv was they would like put something on shuffle, and so it's like. Oh, and then, like, on trick mode at that. Yeah. So, like, I think the one that almost got me knocked out was I had to play Wild Rush on trick. So that's, like, five different, like, tempos you have to, you oh, know, man. internalize yeah. and think on the fly real quick. Yeah. And then he got, like, Pink Dinosaur, which is, like, totally up oh, his alley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, same song. So, wow. You know, I'm yeah. so screwed. <laughs> but, so, but, I mean, like, I just bad more, you know. I the day was mine, you know? Yeah. So, um... NorCal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just overall, I mean, there's still... And, like, probably the other freestyle that, like, I always watch, probably, like, maybe, like, at least once every few weeks or so, um, it was from the... It was from that website of DDR Street. That was, like, the big Korean us, like, because there was Pump Street and DDR Street. I'll never forget, because uh, this was when I came back from a... Like, SoCal thing, like, back in, you know, the 2000 or so, we literally would be like, hey, guys, want to go to SoCal? And, like, you know, we'd say that Friday afternoon. By that time, we would already, like, bust down there and, like, or just, you know, ride down there and come back Sundays. Like, yeah, just just to play a game, you know, because SoCal always had the... The newest mixes first. Yeah. They did. <laughs> AI, you know, Arcade Infinity always had it first. And yeah. We knew A arcade infinity before it was that when it was ultra zone in monterey park it was literally like about the size of one of those um like you know those places where you get your water and stuff like that it was like the size of one of those but it was like a big ass showcase of here's 2dx here's ddr and they would stay open till like two or three in the morning because it wasn't listed as an arcade it was a showroom so technically it was like it was like a, like you know a shopping you know place it was like a retail but that showroom was like you can interactively play with it to like test the merchandise before you could buy ah. you know so it was, it was a little loophole they were sneaky but dude being able to play dr till you know 3am back when we were young and had metabolism and all you know that stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> it was dope so um they had a pop in stage too they had a yeah man, they had all that easy to dj easy to dj yeah, yeah. they had like rock and mega stage you had like some of the worst games 
Yes, but they also did. had Samba de Amigo, which was uh, real fun. Very good. And yeah. Mabogo. But anyway, Mabogo too. Uh, d- uh, DDR Street. So Korea, they were also very big in freestyle back in the day. I remember like um, probably my favorite routine that I've ever seen live was Kevin Kim's Dom Darium. Yes. Like straight up. That, I mean, people will like hate on me for liking it because like he did it over in Korea, but like I didn't see it. But you know, <laughs> exactly. it was like, and I saw it. I was just like, nah, this guy was the goods. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that was... I mean, you know, he's good when like. 20, 15 seconds into the routine. Someone's yelling yep. for the thing. This is over. You know? It was like Vince Carter at the 2000 dunk off, you know? Like just <laughs> oh, yeah, first, you that's know? right. It was like it's over. over. But yeah. Uh, Sports <laughs> reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've <I'm> lost. <laughs> it's like, huh? we're, we're multicultural, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we come from all walks of life. But um, anyway, there was a routine for Smoke that they did on Third Mix. And I was going to say, I don't even know that song. I know Smoke. Smoke, smoke on the water. It's literally Smoke on the Water. It's a weird version. Yeah. And the cigarette in the in the background that looks is, like It looks like Solid Snake. It, well, it's, uh, <laughs> they censored out the cigarette, so it's just it's really right. pixelated. Yeah. It's, oh, it's the most ridiculous, one of the most ridiculous backgrounds. I love old DDR backgrounds. Yeah. 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 PlayStation 1. Yeah. yeah. But, so yeah, just seeing them do so. That was the thing, Ed, as uh, Kevin Kim, the guy who had did Dundurum, um, we were talking... And his explanation was, uh, they actually had, like, you know how we have the Boys and Girls Club out here for, you know, activities and all that kind of stuff? They had the same thing out in Korea, but, like, one of the things, activities they did was, you know, DDR. And so, so, like, they would actually, you know, teach them routines, and they would have, like, these big-ass performances on amphitheaters and stuff like that. That's why when you look at things you see on Pump Street or DDR Street, they look like big-ass deals, and it's because it was like a legit thing right. you know not just like us clowns getting up there and you know trying to do this for 50 bucks and you know some tokens it was a recital for these guys and that's yeah. dope like this yeah. is the kind of stuff i wish i had growing up or you right. know yeah. even in our time you know right. that's so sweet. i guess yeah. never say never even never too late if ddra you know still keeps it up yeah right so we've been going for an hour uh i think we can go for another couple hours but um we got some questions a couple here um uh which is this kind of plays into something that i wanted to ask um alex andrade not alex andrade on twitter very helpful yes Um, alex or not (laughs) asked uh how much do you think games like just dance uh and etc had played into the declining popularity of freestyle play none because three points one, Just Dance and uh, Dance Central came around 2009 to 2010, and Freestyle was already dead by 2007. Roughly. Okay, so so that, that goes into my other question. What do you think did contribute to the decline of Freestyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think just the lack of... The space between the, mixes. The la- I think, yeah, just like the dead time between DDR Extreme and Supernova, I think. Yeah. Because in between that time, that's when ITG came out. And when ITG came out, that's when everyone was basically playing for score now. And I think that... That really contributed to a lot of like the uh, the decline of like interest in freestyle mostly. The, for me at least, that's that's how I see it. Because I was still kind of playing until about oh four oh five, like seriously. Um, Do you think it's because ITG was like by virtue of being harder, it sort of like guided players in a certain direction of like like I think our game is designed to be hard so this is about scoring it's not about performance anymore like do you think like it, it create like in the group sort of created a narrative for the community I think it did actually yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. it really did because absolutely um, created a groove towards <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah okay 
There's like two, there's like two, two or three freestyle songs on there, like changes and like yeah, that's that's what I was, like, that's what I was gonna DJ say. Is like the, the, yeah, like the it's, the music in in ITG doesn't quite lend itself it to geared, freestyle yeah, e- mm-hmm, either. To yeah, score, and which, which is cool. But um, like also D, the DDR mixes lately. Um, you hear so much of the the inspiration, the, the music itself is it's designed for amazing step charts yeah like yeah not so much for you know getting down that's yeah. true yeah so, yeah even yeah. like the license and stuff and stuff now are like the the idol songs and like and uh, <laughs> i would kill to see a uh, freestyle Dude. routine to break free by ariana grande oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah it's not like yeah it, that's definitely not out of our own realm we might never yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, you never know what to expect at this tournament coming up. <laughs> yeah so i mean yeah that definitely did lend a hand though in uh in in the declining popularity of uh, freestyle was just that the the one the dead space in between extreme and supernova and um, there were just less events right and then just less way events. less events because I think when for at least in NorCal when supernova first came out we only had one tournament yeah we had one tournament for it we won <laughs> and we won <laughs> that's right that was the last one that was, that was uh, the last one. gravy train yeah yeah, oh, yeah. gravy yeah. Couple, yeah. that's they, our yeah. Uh, that's our group name we're the gravy train <laughs> I don't know. But we, I, it was like another fun bit of history. We did a, me and James did a routine, to bad routine. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> and what we did, what what our the what the whole like routine like kind of like, rode off of was a, a history of freestyle. So what we did was we choreographed um, moves from a lot of different freestyles from like two thousand all the way up to two thousand four. So we used like things like the caution drop, like <laughs> uh, the buoy brothers, the buoy brothers, like slaps. the hand slaps, the Jenith shuffle. <laughs> like we just did a bunch of like different like moves that like people like remembered for when you think freestyle, like DDR freestyle. Like we did like you we think, just paid think, homage to like all of them. You yeah. think Matrix walk? Right. Yeah. We didn't do that though because we didn't <laughs> want to get. Yeah, that yeah. was banned already. By yeah. Then. So yeah. for for those who don't know, Matrix walk is when you. Like, but you hold on to one of the bars typically, right. and then you like run up the side of the front of the machine typically to yeah. land on the other side of the pad. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a great video of JSB trying to do it, <laughs> by the way, during a freestyle, and he like so lands what? on his knee on the edge of the pad or something, oh and he just like shrieks. It's hilarious. Something got to this. Yeah. So Matrix walks were one of the banned uh, moves. I, I don't know if it's necessarily in the rules, but I think everybody just kind of knew, like, don't do that shit. Yeah. 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 That was that was, that was a universal. That was big. That's definitely a universal rule. It's yeah, like, I, I think at some point a screen must have got broke or something, and everyone was like, okay, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what? The, the first Matrix walk I ever saw was Shadow Me Twice and... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, they did that at yeah. the uh, Metreon uh, Turnerochi, yeah, yeah, 2001. Mm. Yeah, and of course, obviously, A-Team had done it uh, before that with yeah. their uh, Brilliant to You routine. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that might have even been when it originated. That's pretty right. much, yeah, the origin of uh, yeah. the move. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Ooh, we loved us some eighteen back in the day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but back yeah, question. but back to the question, like <laughs> dance yeah, evolution. It's yeah. it's a different scoring system. Like I think the beauty of freestyle is like it's it's not something programmed into the game that's that's already been done for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with freestyle, you can bring whatever you want to the table, and it's up to the judges to decide how how well you did. The is about having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it it was always so exciting, like going to like freestyle tournaments because it's something new like every time yeah. like you with pa tournaments like you'd go and you, you like knew what to expect you kind of knew like what scores people were capable of but like you go to a freestyle tournament you may know the people you may know like oh these these are the good 
freestylers like, or whatever who's win today yeah like you right. were saying that like tournaments would be stacked there'd be like lots of people but like the routines would be different most of the time yeah. that that you never knew like what to expect you'd see somebody walking into the arcade the day of the tournament with like a prop or something yeah. <laughs> yep. and you'd be like hmm, what are you what are you gonna be doing yeah, here today? yeah. <laughs> it, it's just kind of a, a kind of gives it a whole different atmosphere right mm-hmm. yeah people would keep their song selection just under lock like lock and key. oh yeah don't, yeah they don't tell you did yeah so so really really quick <laughs> yeah um what was the process of like choosing a song and like developing routine for it like sort of start to finish uh obviously you'd have one of the song that you could you know vibe to that something like you felt and then you'd go over to like ddr freaking look at the step say, charts yeah. and you'd be like is this doable and you know i mean steps may played a big difference i mean played played a big decision now because sometimes there'd be a great song but there's like so many arrows going on it's like uh, you know you have to feel like you're constricted you always have to keep moving when you have like those breaks and gaps that's kind of like where you can really throw into spice and do something you know wild so that's why you know i mean i remember at first because of Kashiro doing Boom Doll and Maniac, we thought, oh, we got a freestyle on Maniac too. So mm. I did Put Your Faith in Me, like my first big routine on Double Trick, you know? And then like J-Dog, his AM3P was on Maniac. Oh, is, yeah, I was going to say, the AM3, that, that one's classic. Like he does like a, a shuffle thing during the crossover just, section. He like yeah. slides like, the entire time. The like, entire song yeah, is sliding. It's, it's, it's crazy. He does like this human pretzel thing at the band <laughs> to like switch this day. I still... Oh, is that... Yeah, he like jumps up and like lands. He, well, he like gets up on the ground and he like twists his body. It's like, you know, a slow-mo Kashiro motion but he's doing something different and it's like to this i remember when i first because santa monica pier was when he first busted that out i was like yo <laughs> you've been holding out homie <laughs> you know? it's like you, you ain't getting any of your secrets out man yeah 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 that was uh that 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 blows my mind to this day so it's like so, what did he do what did this happen <laughs> yeah so it's like you know a song you want to rock you know it's like do you have a concept to it and then do the will the steps give you that much uh creativity to do what you want to mm-hmm. do I mean, unless you end up doing an edit, but the thing about edits is they're so broken because you can literally tailor, you know, like... You, yeah. you can make it perfect. It's kind of interesting to be confined to, or like constrained by the game, so you have to do that research yourself, or you have to, yeah. like, you have to work within the bounds of the game rather than... Because well, you're making a routine to a chart rather than making a routine in your head and then just making the chart that follows along with it. Right? Yeah, that that was, that's <clears> the <throat> challenge. That's, that's like the mm-hmm. fun part is, yeah. is how do you make this work? Yeah, and also facing backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's so, way more so, so interesting. That, that yeah. was another thing I was gonna say. Like, so you have to memorize the chart too. Mm-hmm. If you want a chance at winning, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. It sure helps. Right. So, yeah, once, once you get it, it, once it clicks, like it feels so good. Like, yeah. Um, so kind of plays into another uh, question here by Jess uh, DDR Croissant hey, on croissant. on Twitter. Um, she asks, "Do you prefer freestyle on single or doubles mode?" Oof. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I want to get better at doubles. Yeah, it's, just, it's such a different. It's it's like my comfort zone is, is singles. Okay, well, yeah. learning routines. Is, I've I've still never learned a doubles routine. Backwards. What? Really? So, never. It's like a goal of mine. If, if, if this keeps what? up this year, I want to do doubles eventually. But I yeah, never I actually. I never noticed that none of your routines were doubles. <laughs> oh. I mean, so but wow. like clearly, it doesn't necessarily factor into uh like the scoring at all. Like people wouldn't knock you for for just doing a singles routine if it's good. Right. Oh, no, not at all. Singles double didn't matter. I was going to say, uh, very many routines have won freestyle tournaments and it was a single show. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? I think doubles gives you more of like, a, it, 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 for, it forces you to move around the pad a lot yeah. more, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But I think um, 
that's all subjective, of course. It's like you can you can create an amazing routine within like four arrows, with like just by using singles too. Yeah, yeah and I'll I'll default to the you know answer I gave before. It just depends on the step chart more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. you know, like if there are some songs that have great singles chart but like horrible double charts and vice versa. Yeah, like if if it's like a six on light or something on on, <laughs> on single, but you're like, hmm, it's a three on double. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah, but I like them both equally. So yeah, same yeah. here. I, I was gonna give my answer. Yeah, it's, I think it just depends on the song, depends on the chart, and uh, yeah. that's 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 what uh, factors in my decision to creating a routine. So and then uh, Jeff kind of alluded to it earlier, um, like and we talked about like group and and team routine. So so you, you said oh, that man. you had a, a favorite. I mean, I really love. So what I one thing that I think is really interesting is the I don't know if it's I I don't know enough of the history to know if it's a resurgence or not, but there are definitely, like, there's lots of videos of, especially in Nagoya, in Japan, mm. of really good freestylers. And, like, there seems to be a freestyle scene, specifically in Nagoya. They have, like, a yearly tournament. Wow. wow. And that's where the, the Pandasan team plays. Oh, okay. oh, is that where they're from? Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, well, actually, one of my favorite routines, probably my favorite routine from them, they do, uh, on DDRX2, they did Happy Angel Double Difficult, which I thought was nuts because <laughs> i'm so used to like from my limited freestyle experience most freestyle routines that i've seen were on basic, basic or light right, yeah. um and so seeing them do a chart with a bunch of jumps like a fast like 180 bpm difficult chart on double is like pretty streamy and they're like nailing it and it's a couple's routine they're like together and it's, they, got, like, they got like it's, an outfit like, yeah they have yeah. they have outfits they're using like they they use the light spires. It was on an X a Japanese X cabinet, and there's they have the light spires on right, the side. Yeah, the, yeah. There's they're using that as like a prop. Like they're like hiding out from under it and like going you know like peeking out from the side. Wow, and I was just such a good routine. And I'm just thinking I'm like this. I need to see this too. This wow. is it was it was just something that was really uh, it almost like brought back all these like feelings from the early days because yeah. like it seemed like freestyle died so much, but maybe it still lives on like it both in the mm. tournament that you guys are trying to ha- uh, hold. And also in like the one you know corner of Japan, right. it seems like. So it's just I'm just interested. Like, did you guys do a lot of like you said you guys were a team? You had like your own team name for a little bit. Like, yeah. is that uh, did you guys try to do that a lot? Did you find it like it was easier to coordinate when it was just yourself? Was there like a, like I remembered like DJ Eight Ball and Samantha doing the synchronized love routine. Oh yeah, that was like life changing for me. So <laughs> yeah. I love DDR free. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I yeah later found out like way later that that was at Sviggle. When I was talking to Jason <laughs> and he was like like the owner of Sviggle oh. and he's like. Yeah, that was like outside, and I was like, <laughs> "What? That was here? Are you kidding me?" And then I looked. Up, I was like, "The red tile. Oh my god, god you're right." <laughs> like the I tarp. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. it was so crazy yeah. to me to think that. Like, well, definitely, like the place that I was playing Technica at was like this place that I'd seen on DDR for ten years prior. Right, and you never made the connection. never made the connection. <laughs> but also, that routine just like was. I think about that routine all the time of just like how you had two people working together mm-hmm. so seamlessly. And how the crowd was reacting to everything. So, yep. like, just if there's any, like, partner routines you think are cool or, like, how it's different. Like, do you have any ideas on how it's different than a singles routine? Oh, and by that, I mean, like, a, yeah. one player versus uh, two players. Sure. Right. Not singles versus um, So, like, I mean, with Nate Bunt Samantha, obviously, they lived close enough when they were, they were, they were like, Metreon uh, regulars. So, obviously, they had that going for them. Um, couples routines... It's fun, and you know, if you can get the right partner that has enough time to work with you. I know, actually, funny enough, I think it was Viggle 3. I actually won a tournament with uh, my partner, Adam, uh, who's Tequila Vartia. Yeah. 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 So, um, tequila. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, we came up with that routine in 
45 minutes of actual face-to-face <laughs> time. But we had, like, we planned a song that's like, yeah, we're going to do Eat You Up as, you know, a couple. But we're going to do it on a singles um, pad. So, like, you know, we have most people, they do, like, uh, verses or whatever. So it's like, you know, two. We're like, nah, you got to be economical, you know, because if one person fails out, then that's going to be a bad look. So what you do is, like, our way of, I guess, sort of gaming the system was one person would be on the pad. They would do, like, that one-third of the routine. And then the other person would be on the pad for the second-third of the routine and then on the third part it'll be both of us doing something so it's sort of like okay i'll work on my end you work on your end there so we only really have to come up with one third of a routine yeah. and you know if it's like we got this tight nailed it you know? yeah, yeah. so i, I mean there, there, there are strategies when it comes to couples you know yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, I can't imagine like trying to practice. Like, if you had to practice in an arcade, like yeah. that'd be like I, 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 I think you'd like probably try and practice at home, but that, that may be yeah. limiting. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, like we went to Spiggle once to practice in person <laughs> once, but right? It was like your place, but for right? the most part, we were practicing in my place mostly for like our routine. I think uh, instead of out in the wild. Right. <laughs> you don't want anyone to see. It's got yeah, yeah, exactly. I never even thought of that. Like, you yep. can't. You don't go to the arcade to practice. You stay home and practice. <laughs> yeah, yep. like. That's it. oh, that's really interesting. I yeah, never it's, of it it's a different. Yeah, it's it was, it was definitely. Uh, yeah, you never wanted to show what you what you're going to be doing the next day at the tournament. You know, <laughs> like it was. Uh, <clears throat> it was always just weird <laughs> meeting up. Like at, we met up at different. I don't think we just met up at my house. We met up at like different spots, man. Like. <laughs> Wow. Where, yeah. wherever it would work exactly yeah um yeah. and so we got last question here from yes. from ryan who i believe is oh gosh uh, no, I, he says uh what possessed a group of people to run a freestyle tournament in 2018 <laughs> good question i love this Freaking question ryan. Uh, I think we all have input on this but yeah, so, yeah. so first of all go over like the the details of this event like why yeah. and where and when yeah. and how can people check it out and everything good segue we should have gone over this like an hour ago <laughs> oh that's fine uh, we, we usually okay. talk about the tournaments yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So. um Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go, Paul. Uh, yeah, we're running Freestyle Takeover at Round 1 Eastridge in San Jose, California on Saturday, uh, January the 20th, 27th. Um, go to freestyletakeover.com. That's still active. Uh, if you want to uh, look at details, if you want to register, uh, there's the Facebook invite. We got about like 150 RSVPs total, and wow. it's looking like it's really going to be a great event, and we're, looking, we're hoping to... Have y'all, or we'll be streaming it on Twitch, on uh, twitch.tv slash Gabby underscore J. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll get there later. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the uh, production notes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll but, have links to everything in, in, yeah. the, in the descriptions of all the SoundCloud and iTunes stuff. And yeah. Whatnot. But the why. Yeah, but yeah. The why? why? Yeah, what, what, this is, this is it, a surprise to me, for is sure. Would well, you just say it was like existentialism at the California Extreme Hotel? Because I think we've like talked about it in chunks, like over the past, like over 2017, right? Like all of us in like one form or the other. And then I think we were all at California Extreme this year and we were just at like the hotel bar and it sort of just like happened and we were just like, we can do this. Like, I think, like, a lot of these chunks were just like, you know what? Like, it's not that hard. Like, we could just, like, go to, like, round one and then, like, <laughs> you know, like, they've done, like, you know, they've done tech tournaments before, so it wouldn't be, like, totally foreign to them. And, like, I have, like, a background in, like, marketing and, you know, you know, biz biz dev, I guess. And then it's just like, well, yeah, you just, like, talk to sponsors and then you just talk to people. And then, like, you know, we have social cachet with experience with people who've actually, like, we've run tournaments, we've won tournaments. <laughs> I've, been, you know, so... Like, I'll do a video? Yeah, yeah, James has done video production, he's done streaming. 
So we all have like different things to bring to the table, but the one unifying thing was that we all had a love for freestyle and I don't want to get too nostalgic, but it was like, that was like a really good time. Like, you know, I mean, it's pretty like rose tinted glasses, but we did a, yeah, again, like I said, like my friend group was from this whole scene and this community and yeah, I don't know. I'm starting yeah, to. I'll, I'll be honest, like watching you and Chris and like those guys at KAC, you know, when we saw, we were like just hopping on YouTube to like watch this tournament. And like, I know me and my homies, we're just like, you know, messaging each other, like, dude, this is so freaking lit, you know, like, <laughs> like I mean, and you know, it's like for me, I mean, PA, I, it's a weird thing for me to watch because it's like, it, you don't know what do you want to watch their feet or do you watch a screen? Invariably, you're going to watch the screen. So, like, what you guys are doing is almost inconsequential i mean not to like you know blow what you don't obviously what you do is important but the screen is you know like that's the one that don't lie you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like oh you know and we just kind of start thinking i was like hey you know there's a tournament where you actually watch the competitors and like be entertained and you don't know what the heck you're gonna get but it's gonna be entertaining as hell you know so long as the competitors just put their parts into it and you don't enter freestyle just to be a complete jackass unless you're ryan you know? yes. <laughs> or change or you know any of that kind of stuff but oh, yeah um, change -o. Yeah, but, yeah, just seemed like KC, they just brought back, like, man, this this should have been us, like, 15 years ago or something like that, and, you know, freestyle, like, DDRAs, honestly, with some of the licenses and some of the new songs, it said, okay, some of this is actually freestyleable now, it was, because I tried playing, like, X3, X2, and, like, some of the other ones, it's just, like, I wasn't having fun, you know, as someone who'd grown up from, like, second mix to, you know, extreme, just, like... Yeah, it was fun for a hot second, but then, like, I just didn't have the urge to want to go back and play. But when Ace came out, like, I remember going down to SoCal, and, like, it was at Lakewood Round 1. I'm like, man, I want to play, you know? <laughs> this is, you know, back in the day when you were traveling, like, in 2000, 2001, you'd go on Freak and be like, hey, are there some machines up in the city? <laughs> you know? And, like, I felt that, you know, same way when Ace, you know, came out. I'm like, I want to play this again. And, like, sure enough, you know, I'd come down to Round 1 Eastridge on, like, Friday afternoons, and, you know go out there and play my DDRS and like I'm one of two people that plays Dance Evolution so <laughs> you know that's that's, that's kind of that's what would take over we just I want people you know like hey y'all feel like I'm feeling because you know this mm -hmm. this is something you know yeah ho hopefully it'll get get people reinvigorated and, and you know they'll people may be a little bit shy at first or, or you know and they, they might have to see a freestyle tournament first but you know if you guys want to do another one after that I'm sure even more people will show up well I think the cool thing about just having takeover now is like because the freestyle scene is so detached from like you know the previous generation literally anyone who steps up to the plate can be the star yeah they can like mm -hmm. set the I bar for everybody and, like this is your time to shine now it's like us we ain't trying to take you know we ain't trying to compete we ain't trying to you know for us well this is you guys you know we we want to build this you know it's like we want to take our experiences we want to give it to the next generation you know i'm bang you there know? you go yeah. that's crazy actually yeah like there's so much like there's a lot of potential in all these new players that mm -hmm. have never seen freestyle before probably like right. or freestyle live yeah, yeah, especially yeah, for, that, yeah. for sure live i just i i know a lot of players like that have been uh coming in just from ace and it's yeah. actually just crazy to think that like like i think of freestyle back in the day because it still existed when i started getting into the game mm -hmm. but there are a lot of people where that is not the case mm -hmm. like yeah. if you joined after 2008 yeah you probably haven't seen someone freestyle like live, like unless you happen to like see a video on YouTube or yeah, something. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, that's nuts to think it's about. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um, For me, it, it comes it comes down to Ace, like the new mix, re-energizing um, the community and as a whole, as a whole, you see, seeing it live. Like I see John John posting on Facebook Live, just playing playing the new mix, 
They're like this wait this this game is back in the states again like the song list is really really good we have a yeah, podcast about it. Podcast yeah. About yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> There's a brought you guys out of woodwork, you know? You're right. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, it's injecting new life in the Bay Area. I started playing again for the first time in a decade. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I dropped out around Supernova 07, and just this year has been really, yeah. you know, do you yeah, same here. freestyle yeah. seems possible again. Like, mm-hmm. I hadn't, I hadn't played seriously since I don't even know. <laughs> and then, like, you know, it's like, and now I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life. So yeah. it's like, it's pretty crazy, like, how, like, just Ace itself as a mix, yeah. like kind of like invigor- invigorated, like PAers and freestylers, and, yeah. and our little niche group of freestylers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just got everybody back in. Yeah, so yes. so I'm hoping that like with this tournament too, like we can uh, we can definitely show uh, a lot of the newer generation too that like you know this is this is this is our thing, and we want to make we want to we want to see if like this is something that you guys would want to do yeah. too. You know, yeah. because like we didn't have like Twitch or you know a lot of the like. You know, I'm talking macro, but like a lot of the esports production values or anything like that. I'm not saying we're going to compete with like the international or something, no, yeah. but like, listen, like we were here and we're still going to be here and we're going to update it for 2018. And we hope that this will be the spark that lights the fire of rebellion or freestyle. <laughs> so it's right. the reboot of the franchise. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the dark, gritty one, but dark and gritty is really just like not with it's, Matrix walking. It's, yeah. No, <laughs> walking. Freestyle directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, the next bit that we do um, mm. for the tap set of the week. Thank you for everybody who tweeted your scores at us, um, including John here, <laughs> who's uh, a forty ounce. For breakfast, yes, on, on Twitter, which my Twitter handle. is a very good Twitter handle. <laughs> is, is 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 that how you wake up in the morning? Uh, I woke up like that one time at an anime convention, and it was one of the worst decisions of my life. <laughs> but I have my Twitter handle. To... A great album, yeah, Black Delicious. Exactly. Yep. yep. That's that's actually a song. That's a song named by the rapper Black Delicious, who also has a song in DDR. By the way, Alphabet Aerobics. Oh. Ultra Mix Four. That's oh. right. Ultra Mix. What up? What up? <laughs> right. But um. But yeah. That that's my and, Twitter handle. And, and you and you said it was uh like your favorite tap set of the week. Yeah. Uh, song wise, I think it uh, it was my favorite set of the week. Just just song choices. Uh, I think Innocence of Silence was probably my favorite Supernova song. Yeah, it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. Dance Celebration is a pretty solid track, just <laughs> as a song itself. And then My Use, I think one of my favorite songs in the Ace. Well. Wait, Mayu came out in 2014, 2014. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, it's... yeah, but it's my first time playing it. Yeah, on so, Ace, so effectively, it's, effectively, it's my favorite song. One of my favorite songs on Ace. Great chart too. Yeah, well, thanks for playing. Um, we also had uh, feelings won't fade. These are all people from Twitter, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phenomenal Ta, Third Irony, Adav, Adavalos Jr. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Tripping Contact, Mr. Dance Crazer, Renashta, Oliver, uh, Daisu Four. Mizne25, Alex Sor, Astro Ferris, Rad Rod, Blazon Calf, and uh, Element. Oh, I typed that wrong. No. They're in the SF Evolved Discord. Element. Elamanga? Elamanga, yeah. I think, I think my phone tried to autocorrect it oh. into something else. So, yeah, Elamanga, sorry. Um, yeah, so thanks for everybody for playing last week. And so we got a fresh new set for you this week. And we're, we're having John take a pick. Oh, yeah. He actually hasn't told us yet. It's a surprise. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I guess first song pick, right? Um, I was trying to decide between two songs because, um, going off of the theme we have this week, both songs are definitely something you can perform to. I was choosing, well, I'll tell you afterwards, but my, <laughs> my pick, 
my pick for tap set of the week is Vembrinkar. Ooh. Yeah. So that's Supernova Ooh. 2, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, like a little bit of Latin flavor in your, uh, in your set this week, you know? Um, I was gonna, I, I was thinking about Tribe, but, mm. you know, I was, was... Oh, I think we already did Tribe. We did Tribe already? We also yeah, already did Vembrinkar. Tribe's great. Oh, did, oh, did we? you? Yeah. That was Oliver's pick. Oh, it uh, was. Well, but, Oliver has great taste. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we were talking about this actually last week of like, have we done this song? It's like, we're going to repeat songs, they're new sets, so I don't think it really matters. Okay, okay. well, everybody can get even better scores on them bring cards. Yeah, now, now that they've played it in one set of the week, yeah. yes. I expect much higher scores this set of the week. Yes. Yes. There you go, guys. Practice, practice. <laughs> yeah. Talk about so practice. We talk about practice. <laughs> so, um, Dalton. Just mm-hmm. really quick, uh, I will pick iFuturalist. <laughs> sorry not sorry um it's a great song yeah. don't let anyone tell you yes. Hulk is also awesome yes from, in real life from uh from it's from supernova <laughs> yep fun 12th note song got some interesting jumps in there like step jump things they're really it starts really good actually. i wish they kept the video the background video in because it was amazing oh it's like really weird isn't it oh man it's like <laughs> it's akira yamoka it's akira yamoka I don't know if he's trying to be is, confirmed. Is yeah, right. Is Injection of Love also yes. by... Okay, because, uh, God, I used to... When I sort of played 2DX on console, I, oh, and I loved Injection song. of Love. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not even on any of the DDR home it, versions. There was there. Uh, the, e, the Hina the, mix or the something. The Hina mix where it was, was like... The vocals were gone. Yeah, the oh, the extreme mm. 2 USCS. Oh, God. Yeah. It's not even worth it. What, just because yeah. she said fruck? <laughs> truck, truck me, truck me, yes. yeah. <laughs> stroke so, me, whatever they wanted to justify that as. Yeah. So yes, I futurist. And what do you got, Jeff? I got. Uh, you know what? I felt so good after my song pick from X last week that we're going uh, X again. Oh, yeah. Tajay spits. Tommy sunshine's Brooklyn Fire. <laughs> yes. Dude, that song pops the hell off. It slaps, I dare say. <laughs> so, is, 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 is that what you're, you're going to freestyle to? At, at yeah! Yes. I honestly... That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, you know what? Something... Like, if I can go on stage at KAC in front of thousands of people and, like, be in my comfort zone... I would probably collapse out of fear if I went to <laughs> if I had to perform at Freestyle Takeover. I am going. I'm gonna watch the people perform. I'm gonna clap. I'm gonna be hype. But I oh god, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> all right. Uh, Good choice. Well, thank you all for being here. Do you guys know our sign off? Oh, we we didn't we, we didn't, yeah we, we didn't tell them ahead of time. So we'll, we'll, we'll give you a heads up now. We say uh yeah we say. Thanks for listening, Thanks, and, and thank, thank, you thank you for playing. playing. We all do thank you for playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so everybody, thank you for playing at the same time. All right, we'll give right. it a try here, all right? Five, six, so, seven. <laughs> yeah. So Dalton starts it, and then Yeah, we'll... so you should have good timing. So yeah. uh, this has been the Arrow Panel. Thank you for listening, and... Thank, thank you, you for, for playing. playing! Nailed it. <laughs>